This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, DGENs, it is Wednesday, December 6th. We have NFL Week 14 DGEN rank, NBA bets, NHL bets as well. I'm Mad Max. Join me, the one and only Sex Panther. Panther, sound a little bit better today. A little bit better. I don't feel like I sound like I'm, you know, Peter Brady trying to do a, a song mid-puberty, but uh, still a little sore, but better. What's not better are my fucking picks. I just... I. I don't know if it's just because of the tournament or because maybe, you know, head cold or whatever, and I can't think straight, but man, my pick's just been garbage, Max. You hit Milwaukee though, right? Did, did you hit I, Milwaukee? By about 20, by about 20 points, by, by I got that bit, one. By a little bit. Uh, yeah, you know it's going to piss me off, Panther. I don't care about this this in-season tournament. It's I stupid. Don't, it's I so don't dumb. care, it, except for if the Lakers win. I'll be furious. Then we care. They can't be the first one to win this thing. I like. I can't. Like, I'm mad at Boston for being knocked. I guess they're knocked out, right? They lost to Indiana the other night. I guess they're out. I don't know how this thing is working, yeah. but I will be furious, absolutely furious, if the Lakers win. I saw that uh, New Orleans moved on, right? New Orleans beat Sacramento the other night, so New Orleans moved on. I would rather have Zion hoist that fucking in-season trophy than LeBron. I'd rather have Tyrese Halliburton fucking do it. Uh, Giannis, I don't fucking care. Have Giannis do it. I No. No. LeBron and the Lakers cannot be the first one to win this fucking stupid tournament that I care nothing about. Completely agree. I think uh, one thing, you know, we disagree on a lot of stuff, but one collective agreement we have is our genuine dislike for LeBron James. And it's personal because it's not athletic. I was looking at the stat line for that game, and it's like, man, this dude was like two boards away from another triple-double. I mean, what he does is its just unreal how good he still is age. But I'm loath to give him props because I despise the man so much. Again, athletically, statistically, um, one of the best to play the game ever, you know? I just, I just can't get over his attitude. I can't get over his his uh, thought that you know people must praise him and and just like, you know, Larry didn't go out there to fucking you know say have people say you know have him say that he's the best, right? Larry didn't fucking go out there and say I'm the best. He had other people say it for him, right? Jordan didn't even have to go out there and say I'm the best. He just looked at you. <laughs> you know it's like are you the best he would just look at you and then that's it that's the end of the conversation there lebron i mean 
I don't know. It just rubs me the wrong way. And um, I just, he doesn't have that ultimate killer instinct. Like, even Kobe had, right? Like, it just must win at all costs. LeBron, I think, is more into his own statistics and his own legacy. Fine. It's cool. They just can't win that fucking tournament. I'll be pissed. Anyway, moving on to D-Gen Rank Panther. Are you ready for some fun? So excited. Can we, can we reduce it to the top eight? That's about where I'm at. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Um, Actually, I, you know, I, I, I like the top nine. Our top ten is going to be rotational. Last week, I had the Denver Broncos as my 10th team. Last week, you had the Pittsburgh Steelers as your 10th team. Would you be shocked if I said we both have new number 10s? Would you be absolutely shocked if I said we have brand new number 10s? Both of us, each of us. No, they both, because they both lost. All right, so we have a tie for 10. You know you, you picked Indianapolis. Would you like to take a wild guess who I picked at number 10? Uh, the L.A. Rams. They were close. They were close. They were my 11th team. Indianapolis was my 12th. Oh. The Green Bay Packers, my number 10 team. Oh, my God. In in the D-Gen rank. Green Bay fucking Packers. There you go. So, Green Bay, Indianapolis tied for 10th. Number tied for 8. Here you go. Tied for 8. Houston, Jacksonville. Tied for 8. Both of those tied for 8. Number seven across the board, the Dallas Cowboys. Number six across the board, the Kansas City Chiefs. Number five, Detroit ends up number five on our list. I had them five. You had them. Uh, you, you, yeah, sorry. You had them five. I had them four. Uh, Miami, fourth on our list. You had them three. I had them five. Baltimore, number three on our list. I had them three. You had them four. Philadelphia, two on our list. You had them two. I had them two. San Francisco, one on our list. I had them one. You had them one. No shock that San Francisco is going to be number one after what they did to Philadelphia. Uh, Honestly, fuck. If this team can stay healthy, I don't know who is beating them, Sex Panther. They they beat their toughest competition by 20-plus points. On the road. Uh, I completely agree. McCaffrey, shocker. He's healthy on a winning team. I think we've seen that play out with certain players in certain sports. McCaffrey's healthy. Brock Purdy's done turning the ball over. And the wide receivers and George Kittle are healthy. The defense has been the same defense for, for 10 years. This is a, I mean, damn good team is an understatement. If Philadelphia is the closest competition, we probably should have put a gap, a little space between one and two, because I can't find anybody that's going to beat this team when they're on their A game and everybody is healthy. Yeah, I, and still, I, I, I like this Philadelphia team a lot. The instant reaction was, oh, my God, San Francisco beat them by that many points. You know, I get that. Philadelphia, you're granted an off game, and and Jalen Hurts was banged up in that one, so um, they're still a damn good team. Baltimore, Baltimore, I had three, you had four, so you know, kind of in the same range here. We've talked about Baltimore kind of ad nauseum. Uh, very good football team, lots of great pieces. Question marks at head coach. I mean, that's Baltimore in a nutshell, right there. 
that was me splitting hairs between Baltimore and Miami. And I gave Miami the nod and put them at three because of the John Harbaugh factor. I just don't trust John Harbaugh in close games, late in the game, making tough decisions. It just seems like his recent history is him making the wrong decision. So as long as Lamar Jackson and that offense just beat everybody by two touchdowns and you take Harbaugh out of the equation, Baltimore's number three. Funny thing about Miami is you've been lukewarm on Miami. I've been warmer on Miami than you have, yet you have them at three. I have them at five. <laughs> I found that kind of funny. It's like I was like, it's like, you know, I like this Miami team, and you're like, yeah, I don't know. And you, like you have them rank higher than me. I think it was by default because Kansas City lost to Green Bay. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, then we have Detroit uh, at number five. I had them. Yeah, you had them at five. I had them at four. Again, it's tears. We mentioned this last week. It's San Francisco, Philadelphia, Baltimore, Detroit, Miami, Kansas City, and Dallas. Houston, Jacksonville, and then whatever else you got, right? It's tiers of teams. Jacksonville, of course, laid the egg uh, last week as well, right? Like they 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 lost their game, so they kind of dropped on our list. Um, and Joey, Trevor, Johnny Lawrence, kind of banged up now. Um, you lose to the Bengals, even though it was an overtime field goal, uh, and 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 Joey Lawrence was was fucking injured. Um, yeah, you know, you're gonna drop on our list. Houston again. You had you had Jacksonville eight and Houston nine. I had Houston eight and Jacksonville nine. Um, I I don't know, man. I mean, I I get it. I trust Jacksonville a little bit more with Peterson and and the resume and just some experience. I just like this Houston team more than I like this Jacksonville team. I know Jacksonville's got more talent. I know that for a fuck, you know, like I can see the fucking rosters and the names. I don't fucking care. Tank Tank Dell might be the fucking, you know, next coming of of fucking OBJ for all, all we know, right? It could be just he's the fucking he's a superstar, you know. Um who then gets injured and and then fucks up his career, but anyway, OBJ was probably a bad example there. <laughs> I don't know why I don't know why I went with OBJ. Um, but seriously, like I, you know, Houston, I just, I just like them more. I just, I, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I just like Houston better than Jacksonville. I like Houston's upside. I just think both teams are explosive, right? One of the things that I look at when I'm looking at these teams is an explosive factor, and both of them on the offensive side can put up points. I mean, for fuck's sake, Jacksonville put up 34 points in a losing effort. Um, Houston's, I think, done that a couple times as well. So the questions come in on the defensive side of the ball. I think the separation for me, we're really splitting hairs. It's just that we expected Jacksonville to be where they are. We expected them to be on top of their division. We expected them to be a playoff team. And Houston, we expected to be you know, competing for a top five draft pick. We didn't know C.J. Stroud was going to be the next thing next to God. This guy has just put this team on his back he's humble he does it the right way and it's it's an easy guy and an easy team to love i'm with you i am rooting for houston but i really just think this is a step this is the next step in houston advancing over the next couple years as they get better and become a dominant team 
I just think Jacksonville just this much, just splitting hairs, just this much better than Houston. I, again, don't disagree. I just like Houston more. I don't know. With you. Completely yeah. with you. Um, for 10, listen, uh, Indianapolis, Green Bay, and, and I'll throw the Rams in there too. I think the, these are teams that are kind of bunched together, um, playing good football right now. Like all three teams at this moment of time are playing good football and they're dangerous teams and you don't want to play them. That's how I look at Green Bay, Indianapolis, and Los Angeles. And listen, I you're probably right. Out of the three, Indianapolis is probably the one to be most concerned about because the fact is they've got that dominant run game. Their defense is pretty damn good. And Minshew is doing what he's doing out there to keep this team afloat. Out of the three quarterbacks, I you know, healthy, you put Stafford out there. Wide receiving crew, you'd put the Rams in there. Defensive potential, you'd put the Rams in there. Running game now with Kyron Williams, Rams looking explosive. So again, I think the Rams are in this conversation of being a top 10 team. I just like the way that you know Green Bay is playing uh, football a little bit better. And I, I can't argue with you with Indianapolis, but that's those three teams are kind of bunched together in my mind. I don't disagree. I, I like all three. I think – I know we went through all three schedules. I think, if I recall, I really liked – Indianapolis's chances, and if I recall, oh, Green Bay could run the table. Green Bay could Green run Bay, the table. Yeah, Green Bay yeah. could run the table. Um, but Indianapolis and Houston are going to face off the final week of the season. That literally could be a playoff game to get into the playoffs. I might have to seek out tickets because that game, I believe, is in Indianapolis. Um, but you know, to your point, Jonathan Taylor started the season injured and missed the first four games, right? Then they lost Richardson and had to go to Minshew, which, as far as backup quarterbacks, is about as good as you're going to get. So, you know, if this was college football, they wouldn't have a chance of making the playoffs. The committee would write them off. But I look at it as a team aspect. They went without their running back. They went without their quarterback. And they're still winning games. And there was a couple games out there that they lost that were very winnable. This team actually could be at nine or ten wins right now if a few things swung their way in those closer games. And that's kind of where I am with the Colts. They have been pretty much in every single game that they've been in. They've got a pretty decent schedule along the way. It probably will come down to them and Green Bay. And I think both of them, because they're in two different conferences, may end up making the playoffs. Okay, a team that I glossed over before we get to the bottom teams, a team that absolutely glossed over, I have a question for you. It's a what-if scenario. What if the Dallas Cowboys beat the Eagles this week? What does that do in your mind for the Dallas Cowboys? Um, well, I can stop shitting on them. I mean, I, you know, it, it does earn a little bit respect um, because, you know, even with that game against Seattle, okay, they beat a 500 team, yay. Uh, but they still don't have – they got their ass beat by San Francisco. They got, you know, Philadelphia – Kind of, you know, I call it convincingly, but they took care of business in Philadelphia. If Dallas wins this game, I mean, now, now I'm putting them up there with Baltimore and Miami. They're, they're going to rise, but I don't see it happening. I just, I don't like this Dallas team. I think they are where they are. And, 
I, I really think they are. This is who they are. They're they're a team that's good enough. They're better than the shit, and there was a lot of shit in today's NFL. They're better than the shit, but they're not one of the elites. I really do not think this Cowboys team is one of the elites and a legitimate Super Bowl contender, considering they would have to get through Philadelphia and San Francisco to get to the Super Bowl. I give them less than 1% chance of pulling that off. Mm. You know, I I don't think I hate Dallas as much as you do. It's hard to argue with the strength of schedule. I mean, we brought that up before. Dak Prescott is statistically in the MVP conversation, right? Uh, it's Brock Purdy right now, number one. I think Dak Prescott's number two when it comes to uh, MVP odds. This Dallas, listen, I mean, this Dallas team is a good team. I don't think that they're a bad team. I don't think that, you know, I, they, they're worthy of being in the top 10. They're just, in my mind, not a top five team. And so I think if they can beat Philadelphia, I think you're right. They probably do crack into the top five, depending on what happens with the other teams, right? If Baltimore loses to the Rams this week, if, if you know, if Kansas City can have a dominant win this week, you know, there's a lot of, again, it's a what-if game. But in my mind, if Dallas can beat Philadelphia, they played them hard last time. Like, honestly, Dallas played Philadelphia very, very close game uh, for a a good stretch of that game um, last time. I do think that Dallas is is worthy to be in the top five. But as of of right now, with that strength of schedule, with with, uh, just the overall play of some of these other teams, um, I mean, you could argue argue Miami's strength of schedule as well, right? So to me, maybe Dallas and Miami are kind of like those two teams that get bunched together. All right. On to the bottom teams. I – not – much disagreement here. Um, all right. So our combined DGEN bottom five. Uh, so number five, Arizona. Number four, Carolina. Number three, the Jets. Number two, Washington. And the worst team in the league, the New England Patriots. Okay. We both had New England as our worst team. Uh, I had Washington as, our, as my second worst team. You had Carolina. I had the Jets as my third worst team. You had Washington. I had Carolina as my fourth worst team. You had the Jets. And we both had Arizona as our fifth worst team. And honestly, I think I I could possibly see them moving out of that spot soon. I, I Arizona, um, I honestly, you know, since Kyler Murray got back, I mean, they got stomped by the Rams. That you know, he's played three games. Uh, they haven't looked terrible. You know, so I, I do think that maybe the Titans move into the bottom five soon. I think that could be a team that moves into the bottom five relatively soon. Um, I, I'm kind of like with the Bears and the Giants, it's a wait and see game. You know, they've they've you know managed to win some games recently. We'll see about them. To me, I'm circling the Tennessee Titans as a as, as a potential bottom five team very soon. If, especially if Arizona keeps playing the way that they're playing, I think they can get out of the bottom five. Completely agree. I actually did everything I could to try and get Arizona out of the bottom five. I didn't want them there. But when I started looking, the Giants have won two games in a row. The Bears are playing pretty decent football. Tennessee is that team. It's the team that you're like, man. They're going the wrong direction. They're in a, the middle of a quarterback transition. They're probably going to be in the middle of a Derrick Henry sell-off in the offseason. This is a team that's 
trending the wrong direction. I just, I think I'm a week away. You give me one more Arizona win or one, even a competitive loss and Tennessee getting shit served to them again, Arizona's out. The other four, I think we can pretty much give them asterisks. Like they're locks, they're done, they're there. I, I cannot see these four teams getting out of the bottom five any way, shape, or form. Yeah, uh, I read an article yesterday about uh, Mac Jones and what's going on in New England. And I can't say that I, it's given me some sympathy for the kid. But I, th- I think it's in his best interest and the franchise's best interest for them to part ways. Uh, same way, same thing with Zach Wilson, right? Uh, Aaron Rodgers came out and just defending how much he likes Zach Wilson. He has never, he never said a positive word about Jordan Love, but he's all about Zach Wilson. I don't know if it's because he doesn't feel threatened by Zach Wilson. He felt threatened by Jordan Love or the whole draft fuck fuckery or whatever it is. But Aaron Rodgers out there talking like wonderful things about Zach Wilson. There's some weird drama happening there, and I can understand what happened is basically they're saying that Zach Wilson says he doesn't want to play for the Jets anymore. That's the narrative coming out of the Jets locker room. And I could totally see it as him talking to some people saying, hey, you know, what should I do? Like, you know, um, should I, you know, if if, if it looks like the Jets are going to get rid of me in the offseason, should I risk injury? Should I, you know, try to shut myself down? Like, I could see him asking the question, much like a college quarterback might do preparing for the draft, Right. And now the narrative is he doesn't want to play. Well, apparently he, he went into Sailor's locker room and says, hey, listen, uh, I'm ready to play because, oh, by the way, the, the Jets cut Tim Boyle. They cut him. He's gone. He's off the team. They're going to have a quarterback, a different quarterback playing this week, whether it is uh, Simeon, Trevor Simeon. They signed uh, Brett Rippon, who was on the Rams. Um, someone is starting that, that is not Tim Boyle this week for the Jets. So that's an absolute mess. But back to Mac Jones, just reading this article, yeah, it kind of almost felt like, man, like the Patriots, you know, kind of put him in this shitty situation um, and almost tried to change the quarterback that he was. You know, I think it's it's his whole thing coming out of college. And if you go back to his days in Alabama, he wasn't the glitzy and glamorous player like Jalen Hurts was, right? He wasn't the dynamic. He was the fucking slow and steady wins the fucking race. He was a smart kid. He didn't have a cannon for an arm. He made the right plays. This version of Mac Jones that we're seeing right now is reckless. He's throwing off his back foot way too often. He's throwing into double coverage way too often. This is not the Mac Jones that they drafted. So I don't know if through McDaniels and then Judge and then now um, uh, asshole uh, Bill O'Brien. I don't know if it's just this constant fucking change. We saw this. We saw this with Sam Bradford for all those years, the different fucking uh, offensive coordinators. We saw this with Jared Goff. There's a lot of guys that just, they get different fucking uh, people whispering in their ears and it fucks them up. I personally think, you know, again, if Mac Jones gets a complete redo and they let him be, I know it's a dirty word, a game manager, Mac Jones has a chance to have a second career in, in, in the NFL. I just don't think it happens in New England. They're a goddamn mess. Washington's a goddamn mess. And Carolina, by default, is a goddamn mess. They just ma- fired their fucking head coach. And their, uh, their their rookie quarterback is in the bottom rankings of fucking QBR with the names of Mac Jones and Zach Wilson. All right, so 
in order, we'll start with Mac Jones. I we'll start with the New England Patriots. Not only do I agree with you that they need to maybe just cut Mac Jones loose, he needs to play. He needs to play and raise his stock because his stock really is like a penny stock. He doesn't know value. Got a different idea for him. I got a different idea for him, by the way. Well, as long as that different idea gets him away from Belichick, because I think New England also needs to get rid of Belichick. Uh, they need to just reboot, restart. It, it, it's, we're done. Thank you, Belichick. Thank you, Tom Brady. Thank you, everybody. They've got to restart, wash their hands clean, start all over. Where do you send Mac Jones? Los Angeles Rams. I mean, McVay would be a great. I, I think that's the kind of upbeat, young, vibrant head coach. You know, you, you look at Mac Jones. He's, he's dealt with a disciplinarian, if you will, in Nick Saban. And now he's had Belichick. These are guys from yesteryear's football. This isn't really the coaches today. You give me an Andy Reid, you give me a McVay, you give me a guy who can relate to his players. Belichick just never comes off as that guy. I agree with you. I think Mac Jones, I don't know if he would flourish, but I don't think there would be a better opportunity for him to show his skill set and to have more talent around him. As much as we like to shit on Mac Jones, can you name a wide receiver? Like, like no, putting you on the spot. Not, not, a, not a single wide receiver on the Patriots. Not a single offensive player. Their offensive line's a goddamn mess. I, I mean, is Gilmore still on the defense? Like, I, I can't name, other than Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi, I don't know if I can name a player on the fucking Patriots right now. Ramon Stevenson, I think, is still their running back. Okay, there you go. Um, and the defense, I can't name one, but I will say this, that defense is fucking good. The, the, the Patriots defense is a top five defense. But when you hold your opponent to six points and you still can't win, that's the offense. Right, As so, for the so, Jets. So, yeah, oh, I was God. about to say, that, that was New England. Yeah, <laughs> moving on, Jets. Yeah, The, the Jets, I, same thing. Zach Wilson's got to play. Right? He's penny stock. He can't go in there and be like, uh, I need to protect myself so I can, if I'm going to be a free agent. Like, what value do you have? Right now, at best, you are a clipboard holder. You've got to play. You have got to show some toughness. You literally have to go beat Baker Mayfield. Like Mayfield's not great, but he goes out there and he earns the respect of his teammates. And he goes out. He's a fucking warrior. He will play through injury. Zach Wilson is going to have to do that if he wants to have any viable sustainability in this league. He might get one more shot somewhere that needs a quarterback. There's a lot of teams that need a quarterback. But taking the rest of the year off is not in his best interest. He And whatever, Aaron Rodgers. Of course, Aaron Rodgers loves Zach Wilson because Zach Wilson didn't come in on Aaron Rodgers' team. Aaron Rodgers came in on shit on Zach Wilson's team. So Aaron Rodgers on cloud nine. He's got one or two years left. Fuck Aaron Rodgers. Do what you're going to do and be gone. But Zach Wilson, I, I don't know what to think about the kid. I don't know if he's good or not good. I don't know if he's bad, but he needs another opportunity somewhere else to find out because it's not going to be in New York. His time there is absolutely finished. Yeah, maybe he follows the Sam Darnold route, right? I mean, Sam Darnold actually, I mean, injuries aside, uh, looked pretty decent in Carolina for a bit. And now he's the backup quarterback in San Francisco. Um, and, you know, I, I don't think he's, he's, you know, unless, again, 
unless something happens uh, to Brock Purdy, which, you know, you never know. Um, Sam Darnold is, is probably in a good spot. I think Matt, um, I, I do think Zach Wilson does get an opportunity to be a backup somewhere. I don't know if a, a team's going to give him a starting job, especially right out of the bat. But, um, you know, it is what would it you is. Bring, would you bring him into Pittsburgh to compete? I mean, Pittsburgh is a good team that's got a quarterback problem. I don't know if he solves it, but would you give him a chance? Would you bring him in? Uh, no, I don't think so. I, 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 I don't, I don't think so. I mean, I think he's, I think he's better than Pickett probably and Ben Trubisky. I, I do think he's probably better than what they do have there. I just don't think it helps them significantly. It's like slightly better. It's, it's like fucking splitting hairs there. I, I don't, I don't, I think they need, yeah, I think they need stability there. I think they need to look around the league and say, hey, who's going to be a fucking quarterback that can keep a stable and then draft someone else and, and see um, if they can get gold out of that. Uh, I I don't know. Um, I just don't see, see him competing for a starting job right away. I see him earning possibly a starting job, maybe maybe the Geno Smith route, right? Where it's it's he's got to pay his dues as a backup, prove that, you know, he can play when a quarterback gets injured and then go from there. Anyway, uh, long opening DJ rank could be its own fucking episode. We're going <laughs> to kind of take a quick break after that. We do have NBA and NHL to bet on. Stay tuned. This is the story of the one as head of maintenance at a concert hall. He knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working. The HVAC is humming and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. We are back with you, possibly never even left you, depending on if the advertisers like you or not. Hey, maybe you're getting, uh, I don't know. Uh, some some Spanish Home Depot ads like I get sometimes. Uh, maybe you're getting um, sometimes I get like um, amusement park ads for your neck of the woods, Panther. So um, I don't know. Maybe they're trying to get me to go to uh, was it Kings Island or something like that near you? Is yeah. That, is, yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, depending on where you're at, maybe you get some cool commercials. Let us know if you're part of the asylum, what commercials you're getting when you listen to our show, if any at all. Sex Panther, the NBA is back in full action today. What do you like? Do you like anything? I don't like anything, to be honest. I, I'm going to bet four games, but it's not like I'm betting on teams. Maybe more like betting against teams. Let's start with the Memphis Grizzlies at the Detroit Pistons. These are two teams that just suck. It's it just blows my mind how bad Memphis is with the you know the injuries, the suspensions, the trades, getting rid of Dylan Brooks, uh, everything going on with this team. Like they just been an absolute dump, dumpster fire. And yet, and yet I say they are markedly better than the Detroit Pistons. Now I like the Detroit Pistons upside. I like the young talent that they have on this team. God damn if they can't win a game to save their life. And not only can they not win, they can't even be competitive. They are getting beat to the, a bloody pulp. Wait, it doesn't matter if it's home or away. It just doesn't matter. Washington beat the fucking shit out of them. Like, the Pistons are bad. So I've only got to lay one and a half for the Grizzle. I don't think great about it, 
but I've got to do it. 10 bucks on the grizzle. Yeah, you definitely can't feel great about it. I'll, I'll lean with you, but this is, oh man, if there was a Thursday night football game equivalent <laughs> to a basketball <laughs> game, it would be this one. Uh, leaning the Memphis Grizzle with you. Uh, let's continue. <laughs> it's not as bad because one of the teams is good, but we'll keep our trend of looking at shitty teams going as the San Antonio Spurs, who have not played since December 1st. So five days off, they should be good and healthy. I'm not sure if Wemben Yama is going to play in this game or not. I think he should be. I didn't see him on an injury report. But they're going to Minnesota, take on the Twin Towers and the T-Wolves. Whatever was wrong with the T-Wolves last year with the Rudy Gobert factor, they figured it out. They have absolutely figured it out. They're 15 and four. They're good on the road and they're dominant at home. Now, I got to like 12 and a half points, and I don't really love that. But if they can beat anybody by 12 and a half, it's the San Antonio Spurs. Give me the Tim- Timberwolves for 10 bucks. It's a 12, so you can shave that yeah, hook off. Better. No problem. Um, and uh, man. So here's the thing. I got Minnesota winning this game by 11. So in theory, I should be leaning the Spurs. But if you're going to win by 11, you're probably going to win by 12. So I'll, I'll lean Minnesota here. I, I I can't bet this one. It's going to be a double-digit win. It You know, San Antonio is not competitive. Ah, Minnesota is just so fucking good. Yeah, I'll lean, I'll lean the T-Wolves with you. All right, we got some more Thursday night football action. The Charlotte Hornets are going to Chicago to take on the Bulls. Bulls without been without Zach Levine for the better part of a week. He's been nursing an injury, but with his extended time off, he might, don't know for sure, he might suit up and play tonight. Charlotte's been dealing with their own injuries. LaMelo's been injured. Um, but Gordon Hayward has been playing out of his mind. Terry Rozier's been playing better. On paper, I mean, this should be a no-brainer. It should be the Bulls, but there's nothing no-brainer about the Bulls. Again, don't feel good about it, but I still still like the Bulls better than the Hornets. Give me Chicago minus four and a half for ten bucks. You're gonna regret it. You always I'm do. Gonna regret it. You yeah, always probably. do. Every time you bet on Chicago, you regret it. I'm gonna lean Charlotte in this one because I I don't trust the Bulls at all. I don't feel great about Charlotte. I don't know. I think I think both teams are gonna be traders very soon. Like looking at uh, the you know trade market to to shed some salary and and try to revamp and rebuild um feels like charlotte's in a constant fucking rebuild i don't think i don't even think they built in fact i don't think they actually ever built they're just larry johnson you know oh, morning. Maybe, maybe that. uh i'll lean charlotte in this one all right last game up for me a little bit better quality game here oklahoma city hitting the road going to take on houston the team formerly known as the missiles we like this team we like the youth. We like Sengun as center. We like, I mean, we just like the energy that this team has. That said, Oklahoma City is a real legit contender. Love Giddy. Love Holmgren. Love Shea Gilchrist Alexander. I think two and a half almost feels like it's a trap. I'll lay the two and a half. Give me the Thunder for 10, 10 bucks. It almost feels like a trap, but I don't think it's the case. Houston is eight and one at home. Uh, they are in a three-game losing streak right now. So here's the thing about this game, though. I think you said the right words. We like Houston. We love OKC. And I think that's that's the difference here. OKC 7-2 on the road. They can go on the road. They can win games. 
I know Houston has been winning games. They're tough at home. Uh, but yeah, OKC is the play here. I don't think it's trappish. I think you're looking at uh, the, you know, just the, the the statistics of what Houston can do at home. And you're saying, hey, you know, OKC should win this one. They should go on the road and win this one. But it's not going to be a dominant win. This game in OKC is probably a six, seven point game. You know, $10 bet on the Thunder. All right. Well, we've got one game in the parlay. I'm done. What else do you have? Uh, in the NBA, let's uh, I, I guess you're just giving X Chris some disrespect here. The Orlando Magic visiting Cleveland, Orlando getting four and a half here. I'll take the four and a half, but I think Orlando wins this one outright. Orlando Magic are the real deal this year. I loathe to admit it. X Chris was right. This team is really fucking good. Ten dollar bet on the Magic. They are really good. I, I thought they might be a year away. They still might be a year away. I don't think they're Philadelphia, Milwaukee. I don't think they're at that level yet. But, man, you, you just got to love this young talent, the defense that they play. And I've, I've kind of been critical of them, saying they don't have an alpha, and an A-lister to go out and put up 30, 40 points in any given game. And they don't. I'm right. But damn, if they don't still collectively go out and put up 120 or 130, that's something that Cleveland doesn't really do. I probably should be on Orlando, but I thought that Cleveland might win this game at home. I just didn't like the four and a half. I'll give you moral support and I will lean the magic. Cleveland only five and six at home this year. So whatever home home court advantage they used to have, not this year, buddy, man, different Cleveland team. Wonderful. We'll be hearing Donovan Mitchell trade fucking chatter anytime soon. Um, all I hear is, is Knicks fans fucking chattering. Oh, we missed out on Donovan Mitchell. Oh, we missed out on Damian Lillard. Oh, we didn't get Tyrese Halliburton. Well, you're still a pretty good team, New York. But maybe maybe get another shot at Donovan if it doesn't work here in Cleveland. Whew. They should be better than they are. Uh, Orlando is much, much better than I thought they were going to be. All right, uh, maybe some moral support. Maybe we'll throw them in there. Uh, last game up for me in the NBA. Let's look at Brooklyn and Atlanta. Uh, Brooklyn, another team that just won't go away. They're like the cockroaches of this fucking league, right? Every time you think that, like, man, this Brooklyn Nets team should be shitty. They're actually not, you know? Like, they're actually not a shitty team. They've got a, a, a actually a, a plus uh, differential on on the season. They're They're... Defense is decent enough, and their offense puts up enough points to win games. Um, six and four over their last ten games uh, at home. They're a pretty damn good team. You know, if this was a road, uh, oh, this is a road game. Ooh, no, fuck. Maybe I want to cool down on the Brooklyn Nets. They're not very good at on the road, but you know, Atlanta's not very good at home. I think that was my justification. Atlanta, I think, it neutralizes it out. The home home court advantage doesn't neutralize things out. I thought this game was in Brooklyn. Anyway, it's in Atlanta. Atlanta still sucks at home. I'm still going to do it. I'm going to take Brooklyn with the points here. $10 bet on the bets. I'm kind of with you. If this game was in Brooklyn, I probably would have been on Brooklyn. They are basically the poor man's version of the Orlando Magic, right? They're not they're not flashy. They don't have an A-lister. I mean, what are we talking here? Cam Johnson, Nick Claxton, Ben Simmons? Like, they're, they play good defense, and they play disciplined offense. This is not a good team, but they're not a bad team. And I think – I know I did. I can't speak for you, but I think I had them as one of the worst teams coming into the NBA. Like, my God, are they going to get the double digit? But they're not. They're not as bad as I thought they were. My mistake, my bad. 
My apologies, Brooklyn. I will lean Brooklyn, but on the road, I don't think I can pull that trigger. All right, we got four games in the NHL. I'm betting three of them, so let's see if we can get some alignment on some of these games. How about you? Uh, what are you betting on in NHL today? I'm betting two of them. Vegas Golden Knights are at St. Louis, fresh off that loss to the St. Louis Blues in Vegas. Now the Knights get to go to St. Louis and see if they can get a little bit of revenge. I will look at it as me getting a little bit more value. I had to eat chalk on that fucking loss that I took last time. Do me right, Knights. You're my damn team. Win me a fucking game. I feel like it's been forever. Vegas for 10 bucks. That's one of the three that I'm on, so we can lock that into the DJ and parlay. And, and yeah, I feel good about this one. I do think uh, Golden Knights get it done today. Uh, not the same team we saw earlier in the season, but still a really good fucking team. So $10 bet on Vegas. All right, last game up for me. Carolina is at Edmonton. This line just, I don't know what to think of this line. I don't think know what to think about Carolina. I do know what to think about Edmonton, but I'm still, it's fresh in my head, Max. We were spoon-fed this bullshit that Carolina is the clear-cut, end-all, be-all, your 2023-24 Stanley Cup champions, and I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it all fucking year. Where is this team supposed to be at? This is the game they've got to win. If they're supposed to be Stanley Cup champions, legitimate contenders, they've got to go on the road and beat the Oilers. I can get plus 100, minus 105, something along those lines. I'm taking the Hurricanes. But my God, if you lose this game, you're on my shit list and in the worst way. Carolina for 10 bucks. Unfortunately, I don't think we're going to get agreement on this one from Homer J, who says Oilers puck line. Carolina oh can't. <laughs> Carolina can't score. Uh, scoring has been an issue for Carolina, um, and if they lose this one, f- actually Philadelphia jumps over them in the standings. Like so, I mean that's. Say that's that out be, loud. Yeah, I, I, I did. I did. Uh, Edmonton's they've won four games in a row. Uh, Carolina just terrible on the road, by the way, too. But I I am with you. Homer J. Simpson, not with us, but I am with you. I'm going to bet $10 on Carolina today. We're going to get plus 105 at – which sports book can I get plus 105? Oh, it's uh, DraftKings. DraftKings yeah, has oh, nice. plus 105, so we get plus 105 there. Uh, yeah, $10 bet on the Hurricanes. Um, and I guess we're going to throw that into the parlay as well. Okay, well, those are my hockey picks. You've got one more. I do have one more. I, I like the Lightning at home, minus 125, if you can get the minus 125. This is even the minus 130 at some of the sports books. Um, I think it's fine. Other sports books have this all the way down to minus 140. The steam is going in the Lightning's direction. Uh, I'm I'm optimistic that the Lightning can win this one. Minus 125 has me right in that threshold. So $10 bet on Tampa Bay. I feel bad because I've been kind of like a lightning homer for the last two years. And now I just, I just can't get over how mediocre they are. Every time I bet on them, they lose. Every time I bet against them, they win. The last time I faded them, they fucking won. Like the lightning just frustrate me. This is an unbettable team for me. This is a game they very much could win. This is a game they very much could lose. I couldn't get to a side. I'm probably leaning Pittsburgh because of the plus line, but uh, no play for me. All right. Uh, Homer saying Rata has struggled bad in goal. You know, it's funny, too, is I I, just, I know it's the Carolina Hurricanes, and I just I, I still don't 
I don't, I don't like, I don't have this like uh, connection with a hockey team in the South. It just seems weird. A hockey team in the South. It's like the Atlanta thrashers in my mind. It's just, it doesn't, it doesn't compute. You know, right. it's weird. It's weird to me having hockey in the fucking South. It's so hot there. It's like all these Florida teams with hockey teams. I guess you need the fucking indoor fucking ice rink to keep cool in that fucking sweltering goddamn heat. Anyway, DJ parlay for the day. We do have the Vegas Golden Knights minus 150, the Carolina Hurricanes plus 105, and the OKC Thunder minus two in the NBA. That parlay pays 554 on this Wednesday. I got the day right today. And with that, Panther, take us home. You think we could ever get the Winter Classic in Florida? I want to see them pull that off. <laughs> the Winter Classic in Florida. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe on the shaded side of the field in Miami, where the Miami players play in uh, the Dolphins. Like put put it in the shaded side of the fucking uh, field, not on the fucking uh, side. If you've ever looked at pictures of the Miami Dolphins stadium, they designed it so the fucking opposing uh, uh, bench is in direct sunlight, and the Miami bench is in the. It's it, it's like a twenty degree fucking difference between where the uh, opposing team sits and where Miami sits. So maybe you just got to isolate the fucking uh, ice rink to that side of the field and maybe you can get it done. Yeah, maybe. All right, well, you guys know the deal. We're hanging out on Facebook. We're on X Twitter, but mostly, exclusively, it's right here in the asylum. Join our Discord channel. Come in here and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're betting on today. And when it's all said and done, kids, let's make some money, fools. This show is sports entertainment. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short, don't be stupid. Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.